players, he was in a very, he was a good player, but in a very... We are live, on location, in, where are we now? Where are we right from, Bromley? Where are we Bromley? Here with Russell Dursel. Indeed. Pleasure to be here. Indeed. Russell, just, to be here. We were just musing, weren't we, over the um, we championship situation we were, this Russell, season. We were. And, um, I think I observed that, having had a little look at the league table the other day, and obviously Leeds have been up there for most of the season, as of Norwich. Belsa. But, um, but I think, I looked this morning, actually, when I was on my travels, and... I reckon all the way down to Derby still have a realistic opportunity of automatic promotion this season. Sheffield United obviously with a strong shout as well, only a couple of points behind. On yeah, third. obviously didn't quite work out in their favour last night. Villa got a late equaliser, I believe. Great game, um, great game. I didn't, I didn't, Chris, Chris esque I'd say, 3 0 up at half time and then you know. Oh, really? I didn't see that, I just yeah. saw the end result. 3 0 up at half time, came back. Well, we've got, we've got also another guest here, Matthew Tyrrell wants to come in and say a bit Hello, nice to join you all. I was just, I was just saying, Billy Sharp-Patrick, so you're freeing up at half-time and then you throw away a three-goal lead. That is morale-destroying and how you recover from that in a promotion chase when you've got so many teams up there at it. I think from what I read, though, the Villa manager still wasn't happy. So um, do we know what his beef was, given like, his team came from three goals down to get a three-all draw? Well, I guess 3-0 three three at half-time at home is not a great place to be. So I mean, when you're pushing for promotion, probably that that's the place I'll be coming from anyway. And and particularly when Villa, I guess they had a, what, a dodgy start to the season. They changed their manager midway as well. So you know, I don't know. They've been probably hoping there'd be an upward progression since. And then um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd say three new down half time is not a good place to be. So that's where my beef would be. I think he had. Um, I think he had a few issues with the referee though. Did you notice any strange decisions from what you saw? I, I watched the last ten minutes, mate. <laughs> so probably not. Probably not. Just gonna hold it there, just in case. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So. So who else have we got up there in the picture? We've got Leeds and Norwich and... Um, well, Middlesbrough, obviously, Tony Poulis' side's always solid. You can't knock them. But, you know, they lost a Newport in the week, so what can you say about that one? West Brom ticking along quite nicely, though, aren't they? And I see Dwight, Gow, Dwight Gow, ex-Palace player, back in the goals again today. Anyone want to join Smiths? Bristol City's probably a surprise package up there, really. I think, like, if you look at budget and aspirations for the season it's I think that mentality, I think he's got a team mentality where he's got like a sort of underperforming under budget sort of everyone sort of grouping together and doing a bit and they, I, guess, I guess the difference you've got there is they've had Lee Johnson in place for how many years now Four years. yeah so he's had the unique opportunity that a lot of people don't get at that level and probably if you look at that actually if you look at that top six looking at them all they've changed their manager in the last what 12 to 18 months Probably Sheffield United have been the only exception to that. Chris Wilde has been there for what, 18, 24 months maybe. So I, I'd, I'd suggest Bristol City probably the outside chance, but longevity and managerial sides. Matty Sheffield, you don't agree? No, no, no. Bristol City are going to die away. Derby are going to come through with Frank Lampard, I think. I think just picking up on the point around Bristol City, I mean, obviously Lee Johnson being their manager and very much... Um, bit of a managerial family there really with um, Gary Johnson having been part of the um, well he's been in the managerial game for a long time now and I think I think just tie that back to Palace situation because I think if I remember rightly a few years back um, Gary Johnson had a few issues with Neil Warnock if I remember rightly is that correct? Who doesn't? We were there weren't we? Me, me and Matthew were there <laughs> at the, the game the famous the, uh, what was it the, was it in up 2-1 wasn't it? To, or 2 0 was it to Bristol City, the Freddie Sears goal? We went for a stage of going there and losing non stop. Well, we spent a lot of time going to Bristol just to see Tom, to be fair, didn't we? So, 
but uh, just, just a point I'd like to pick up on there though that Matty Jets mentioned Derby and this is a wider point it's probably going to cause controversy but what gives the right for someone like Frank Lampard to get a job at that level I could like, agree what? I said this to Fuller and all in the last podcast you know, I said to him that I don't think it's right that someone just gets in because of their name you know, surely you should start at the bottom yep. you should I mean Sol Campbell tried it yeah. tried to get in the front didn't he because of his name but then ended up having to go to Shrewsbury and work his way up at the bottom and that's the way you should do it Shrewsbury or Macclesfield Macclesfield that's what happened so I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of Sol Campbell well, look, look, look. but the way he goes about what he says yeah. right, he's got a point but the way he goes about it I don't, I don't agree with uh, many people might but I don't but actually I think where he's, where he's started himself at is the right place and even, even that actually why, why should someone who's been a Premier League, manager, uh, Premier League player all of a sudden jump into a professional league managerial position I think Frank Lampard fair play you know he's got a job at Derby massive back in the stadium he's obviously got it's money isn't you know, he's it's got money, money behind him yeah, that's yeah. the thing it's like Gerard, it's like Gerard at Rangers okay, so there you go another good point why the reason, the, reason, no, but the reason you give those sort of managers the job is because players want to play for them but therefore you need to give them the financial backing to be able to get those players in you can't just get them in and expect them to do ma- magic on, on, on not getting their own players in you've got to be able to, whip, be able to give them sort of some money to play sign on fees and transfer fees and things like that you can't just give them money and expect them to do, do miracles then so it, it's all it, about the coaching team around those players which do most of the work which you don't see so but then Frank Lampard will get or Sim Jarrod will get the points in those instances though is it, is it less about the capabilities of the person to manager and coach manage and coach the team and more about the ability to bring a higher calibre player in it's to work with players, yeah. so even if you're not that great Perhaps. at managing or coaching Perhaps. you have a better calibre to work with Perhaps. I think I'm a, I'm a little bit split on this one, maybe. I absolutely respect the views that um, you two have portrayed there. Um, I think the only, the only thing I will say is there's something about the standards that these guys set and having played at their top of their game. I think that, that has quite a lot of clout and brings a lot about it, and I don't think that should be underestimated. Um, I don't think it's just about player attraction and retention or whatever, but I just think that their background and what they've learned and the people that they've worked under and, and that kind of thing yes they haven't earned their stripes as, as individuals themselves but um, why have they not earned their stripes as an individual they've done their badges like everyone else see I'm going to throw in just a left point left field point here right so the, the guy is another saying <laughs> the, the, the guy I've had a few points the guy who managed um, Brentford, uh, it was an investment banker. Um, his name Mark Warburton. Mark Warburton, right? And what's he doing now? He had a bit of a fall from grace, really, didn't he? He Rangers. went to Rangers and then Forest. But right. um, so he was held with really high credentials, and his background was he came from an investment bank, and he can motivate people, understand what works for them. Why should someone like him not get the type of job that someone from an ex-professional football perspective gets, such as walking into, walking into off the street? It's about, it's about opinions though isn't it in any in any walk of life you'll interview someone for a job and you'll assess their credentials and it depends what holds most sway for the people that are putting you into that job at the end of the day I think there's a there's a belief that John Eames here hello everyone there's a belief that uh, good managers generally haven't been good footballers and I think I was watching the Bobby Robson the, the uh, documentary the other week and Bobby Robson, great manager, but wasn't a particularly good footballer. Alex Ferguson, great manager, not a particularly good footballer. And so I think people were looking at Lampard, they're saying he was a great footballer, 
won't be a great manager but I'm looking at the table now if he's been there since the start of the season Derby have played 30 games under him and they're 7th in the league they're not doing a Bolton Wanderers they're not in 23rd place are they and Bolton Wanderers are an established team I don't know who's their manager I'll be honest I'm, I'm not up on that but I think he must be a good manager he must be a motivator if he's got them nearly in the playoffs his first season as a proper manager I think he's uh, he was a good player and it sounds to me like he's on the way to being a very good manager as well I don't think your budgets lie though I mean I, I don't I don't know exactly who's spending what in the championship right now but I think if if someone gave me a list of who spent the most money in the championship I'd imagine Derby are probably in that top five, six, seven, or eight teams or whatever, and I'd imagine that's got a big say sway but in where they are in the league. It's it's the name and the connection. So, for example, do you think that that kid Wilson, who, for example, who they managed to get a loan from Liverpool, would be at Liverpool if Lampard wasn't there? Would be at Derby, you mean? Derby, sorry. Yeah. They probably probably wouldn't be able to attract that player. They probably the kid probably thinks I'm going to go to Derby to play for Lampard. And that's the real attraction for him. You're kind of making my point for me then. It, it, so, so Frank Lampard gets a good job because he's a name, and therefore you can get the good calibre of players in. Versus, versus Chris Wilder, who you know isn't a name, but he's potentially a good manager, a good coach. And I, 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 I just my beef is just getting the job instantaneously, getting a job straight away because you have a name, versus getting a job because you've proven you can do something. Do you think if Chris Wilder was at Derby right now, they'd be in a similar position to what they're in? Don't know. Don't know. I'm, 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 more, I'm more about the appointment. I'm more about why should someone get a job because they have a certain experience or background as a player versus Chris Wilder having calibre as a manager or coach. So let's compare that to a, an everyday job like the, you and I are in. Obviously, the person with the more experience will eventually get the job so if Frank Lampard has been in in that job or in that industry for a very long time he's more likely to get the nod isn't he but it's a completely different beast isn't it playing doesn't being a good player doesn't no, necessarily mean you're going to be a good yeah, manager no it doesn't matter about being or playing it means being in the environment learning off who you've played under the coaches being in the system at the highest level yeah. these other coaches you've been talking about they're good in their own right, but at a lower level. So yeah, he's bringing in a knowledge. So he's learned from the yeah. Mourinho's, the... Yeah. Who else did Lampard play under? He's played at City, he's played Solari, at West Ham. Solari, you know. But then he's not shown he can do that. So I can listen oh, all day... Not, he's, he's not personally portrayed those things, but he's... he's but, uh, so I can listen all day to what Russell says to me about X, Y, Z. Doesn't mean I can then do it and translate it. And I guess my point is just about the ability to show to do that. And, I, and yeah, of course, everyone is given an opportunity, but there is a point about why do some people got opportunities to have a name, versus other people not get opportunities because they're not a name. Okay, I've done fantasy Russ. I think that's a good point to leave it out there. That was a bit of a rant. This was a six-pointer podcast, formerly special, for Matthew's birthday. Happy birthday, Matthew. Thank you. Matthew Tyrrell, John Evans, Matthew Shepherd. Russell Durso and Luke Tyrrell Speciale. Players. Thank right. you. I, 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 can't, I haven't got the intro music to go in or out, but I'll leave it there. Yeah.